0: All right, welcome back to the Spirit of Detroit podcast. Uh, Today's episode, we're probably about to focus heavy on the Pistons. Currently in the midst of a 12-game losing streak.
1: Seven of which are by double digits on top of that to make matters worse.
0: This team has gotten way worse than what they were last year. It took a, a huge step back. Like, I mean, we didn't expect them to contend this year, obviously, but I did not expect to this point being 4 and 22, in the
1: midst of a 12 game losing streak. I think one thing that's really hurt them, um, I've said it on Twitter a couple times, uh, Mason Plumlee was solid last year, DeLon Wright was solid. Yeah, I'm actually uh, really mad about the DeLon Wright trade. I, I wish we would have never did that for Corey Joseph. Yeah, that. We'll get into Corey Joseph later because I think he's almost done the way Saban played tonight. But and instead of Mason Plummer this year, you have Kelly Olenek, who is hurt. Yeah. She's which I think. A little while longer. I think that's what started the whole downfall because I was a veteran presence that wasn't Jeremy, that was nice to have. Yeah.
0: And uh, when he first got signed in the off season, I, I was saying that he's gonna be the the Mason Plumlee signing for us.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, same thing for me. I mean, I was mad at first, but once I kind of calmed down, I was like, really, like, what the hell is this? And I just kind of relaxed and like, it kind of makes sense, you know. Cheap, cheap veteran presence um, never hurts. Yeah, it's all we could afford. Um, and then now Jeremy Grant is out we'll get into that a little bit yeah he's out six weeks with a,
0: uh, was a ligament in his thumb yeah it looks a little dislocated too yeah that's another huge blow to this team that already can't afford a blow Um, my thing on Jeremy Grant though I do believe he may end up getting traded before he actually gets back on the floor he may have played his last game in a Pistons uniform
1: I agree. Now my question to you actually, which I didn't bring up before we started this, what happens first? Dwayne Casey's fired or Jeremy Grant's traded?
0: Um I want to say Jeremy Grant is traded first and you know that will be signaling just you know it's that's it. We're we're you know, giving up on the season and at that point I think they'll consider getting rid of Casey.
1: Okay. See now I think What's going to happen is, I think, looking at their next two games, especially if they lose to Chicago coming up, they have nine healthy players. If they lose to the Chicago team, um, Casey's going to be under a microscope, and I feel like he gets fired. Now, I think after that is when Jeremy is going to request a trade or he won't want to play here anymore. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I mean, really... Just up and down, everything is just so much different this year. Like looking at Sadiq base stats, I mean he's only shooting thirty percent from three um six shots a game last year. He was shooting thirty eight on six shots a game, so
0: Yeah, and um another major factor with this business team as well is not being able to get to the free throw line.
1: Oh, it's it's horrendous. What was it against uh Okay, see, they shot how many free throws? I could have swore it was like single digits. Yeah, I think the Pistons shot, I believe. Yeah, we shot six free throws. Six. How many did they shoot?
0: They shot 30.
1: Yeah, see, that's going to be a problem.
0: We are Um, averaging 17, I don't know, 20 attempts a game this season.
1: Where's that, Stan Lee? Does it say? That I don't know. I could probably look get that information. Um, while you're looking that up, I just want to touch on real quick. I know we were going to bring up Stan Lee and Corey Joseph. I was actually really surprised not to see Corey Joseph out there. and I think, yeah. I know Casey said that they're going to do some lineup changes, um, and he wasn't saying what. And I really wonder if that was the one, one of, yeah. that but no one expected it. I think everyone was expecting, you know, Killian to see the bench, uh, to see the bench, not anything with the second unit. Uh, Saban Lee had a really solid game for the first time in a while since last year.
0: Sabin Lee was a G League star so far this year, so it's only right that he's getting some playing time. He's averaging like 31, 32 a game in the G League. And honestly, looking at the uh, free throw attempts, 21 attempts a game, it's not actually that. It's not worse. But it's not the worst in the league. I've seen like three or four teams already under that. Really, the Hawks, the Celtics, even the Nets, average less than that a game. So maybe it's, it's just. Do you want to know why? I think you look at
1: the Hawks and the Nets, especially with the rule change. Yeah, Trey what? Young, James Harden. Uh huh. They don't get those calls that they were getting. Uh, what yeah, was the just, other team that you mentioned? Why.
0: Yeah, uh, was the Celtics as well? Yeah, I don't which is, which is why it makes sense. To, the Pistons also aren't getting to the line as much, but still, that's a major problem if you can't get those freebies.
1: I mean, Jeremy Grant was getting in the line like it was nobody's business last year. Yeah, he's averaging six attempts a game this year. This year? What was he at last year? Let's see. He was average. I mean, same thing 6.1 attempts this year, 6.4. Yeah last year pop up from his career number of like three a game. Cade needs to draw more fouls. Yeah he definitely Killian does. Hayes needs to I mean he's hurt. And so Cade, yeah
0: Cade's only averaging two attempts a game. He's shooting eighty five percent of those two attempts
1: we need him to get to the line more. He's not getting the calls yet too, because he's just a rookie. But he will get them because Killian Hayes only averaging one attempt, he's making ninety four percent of his Killian it sucks because I think they need to shut him down for at least a couple weeks.
0: Yeah. uh, That thumb hasn't been bothering him. Which which is it's just so bad because it's the same thing that happened this rookie year. Mm -hmm. Having to be shut down for an injury
1: like that yeah I mean but this one he's able to play through here and there which is nice even if they put him on the bench give him give him bench minutes for now so we can still stay in the game because yeah.
0: of and I mean it'll benefit him in the long run. We're not doing anything this year probably not doing anything next year like you want him to be healthy when we are making that push so if, if he yeah. does need to get shut down for a little while to get healthy I'm
1: all for it. I agree I just I don't understand how people are ready to give up on him yet his shooting has improved uh his defense is just really solid for a second year i mean essentially first year point guard yeah. um cade's defense needs some work but once again he's a rookie he's not you know he wasn't lebron james coming out of college uh he wasn't the clear cut first uh, first overall pick you know Jalen green and evan mobley were options yeah i I would say that we made the right pick. Mobley is fantastic. Yeah, Mobley has been doing great for Cleveland. I I'm really curious to see how well Jalen Green's career pans out. I'm assuming he's going to be an All Star type player. He has the talent. I think he's but going as to be an All Star. He might win a scoring title or two. Um, but that's if he can stay healthy. I don't know if he had injury issues going into this year, but. He needs, I mean, this injury is also a good thing because he can sit back and kind of watch because it's very clear. I mean, the Rockets are six and two without him, seven and two counting the game that he went out, that he was hurt. Mm -hmm. And they were like the worst team in the NBA before that. So that says something. You can't say, you know, don't watch the box score. No, when your team goes on a run like that, uh, I mean so drastic change happened and it did I guess uh we can talk about Dwayne casey because that was another thing I know we wanted to touch
0: on yeah uh coaching change is probably gonna be coming this season um I don't I haven't honestly I'm not gonna lie. I haven't watched many pistons games this year because of work um but the the consistent thing that I see on Twitter is Dwayne Casey leaving a certain lineup in
1: longer than it needs to be. That bench. He leaves out there. And I might have wondered the same thing. See, so I'll, I'll catch most of the games on my break at work. And by that time, like they're entering like the fourth quarter. And I'm like, why is the bench unit still in? And there's like six minutes to play in the game. Yeah. You know, you're doing great they were doing a solid and you see that lead start to slip
0: mm-hmm. and right
1: then that's when you say alright that's enough
0: but he doesn't and he waits no. up, he waits until they, the other team has gone up like 5 or 10 points and then he wants to make that change
1: while they have the momentum and you have the starters off the bench who have been sitting there for 10 minutes yeah. It, it's
0: yeah like I said it's, uh, it's going to be a probably a coach change he's definitely on a hot seat right now um
1: which sinks uh i like i like coach casey as a person i think he is a great person um but you know in this business yeah i think being a person
0: i also think he's uh, a better uh one of the better developers of young talent but it's just he's just not getting it done here right now
1: uh i looked it up john beeline was brought in as a developmental coach i know uh we've talked about shooting being an issue they haven't had the open shots that they were having at the beginning of the year, but they're still missing.
0: Yeah.
1: So I think the first step is going to be Casey gone and bring someone else up um, as a Michigan basketball fan. Why not put John Beeline in that position for the rest of the year as an interim coach? Just see. And uh, if it doesn't work out, get rid of him too. I just... Something has to happen.
0: Yeah. Um, I probably don't see that happening just because of his what happened in Cleveland when he was the head guy. Um, and then if you do put him in that position and it doesn't work, he's leaving in the offseason. Um, he's not going to want to stay and get demoted back to his current position that he's at now.
1: Well, I mean, that's that's fine. I, I know Cleveland was rough, but at the same time, that was a bunch of – I mean, that team was – Already hot, hot garbage. Uh, you have um, Ke- Kevin Love, to me, is a drama queen. Yeah. And I don't think that helps the situation. I think this team has a lot more professionalism. Just looking at Cade already as who he is as a person, um, I don't think it would hurt, especially if you fire Casey, because I don't know who else you put in that position. I really don't. No yeah. one else, I don't think, has experience.
0: Not really, yeah. And then also, with letting Casey go, I, can't, I don't even know who we bring in next year for the permanent coaching role.
1: That was my next question to you because I have
0: no clue either. Yeah, obviously that's something I'm going to have to do a little bit of research on and come back with an answer for next episode. I, uh, but I, I, I don't think Casey's going to be the coach here next season. Not with the way how things have gone
1: down downhill since last season. Nope, they've played 26 games and managed to win four. Uh, compared to last year, I mean they're on pace for a worse record. They're on just, pace to be one of the worst team in NBA history. Oh yeah, they're pushing the 76ers territory. Yeah. Um. I just it it kills me. Cade, on the other hand, has stepped into that role of maybe I can do what I want when I want. Yeah. And that's been very impressive for me to watch because, I mean, we needed that from him. So right. Right. Over his last let's see here. Oh boy. There's two. Let's go back. One, two, three, four, five, seven games, 15, 26, 19, 28, 21, 16, 26 points.
0: He's shooting. His shooting has gotten well, way better since you know the start of the year. when
1: About 50%. Yeah.
0: Um, he's had a double-double in there. We went 28-11-5. Uh, he started with a triple-double a few times. He's playing out there playing defense. The one game he had 26.7 rebounds, three blocks. He had three steals tonight and a block.
1: The turnovers, yes, can be a problem. But for all of those, for all of yeah. you that worry about that, uh, let's not forget James Harden was a turnover machine. Any high usage guard is going to turn the ball over, yeah. especially he's, when he's, he's on still, a bad yeah. team.
0: He's still—I mean, he's—he's he's got almost four turnovers a game. But as a team, we're only averaging fourteen. Yeah. Uh, but along with that, he's averaging almost five assists.
1: He's leading the team right now on assists per game, and that's going to happen when you're young. He's averaging six rebounds a game. I, he does a lot more good than bad, and we knew turnovers were an issue of his coming into the draft. Um,
0: and that's so, we yeah.
1: be corrected. Which yeah, will
0: be corrected with coaching. So you know, I'm not really worried about it.
1: Yeah, you can you can definitely uh, say that that is probably his biggest flaw, but the good outweighs the bad yeah and uh, even
0: those turnovers it's not affecting his game just like when he started the season where like 0 for 19 from three he still kept shooting he's still gonna be out there looking for the passing lane to to get his teammates involved i love that about him for um they just those those negative things do not deter his uh playing style
1: at all no and him and him playing next to killian helps too because killian is the same way uh, even when his teammates aren't making the shots that they should make, they're still looking for those open passes. Uh, so Cade and Killian's assist numbers should be a lot higher than they are. Maybe not a lot higher, but one or two assists per game higher. Yeah, because
0: Killian is at 4,
1: 3.7. Yeah, I mean, the amount of... They both draw attention when they drive to the lane Just because off of size alone And yeah. the kickouts to an open Frank Jackson, Sadiq Bey uh, Jeremy Grant They're just missing wide open threes uh, That's not on them So it, it stinks I, You know I really I mean like I said Like you said wasn't expecting them to Be contending for a playoff spot But, no, not, but we didn't expect this at all,
0: no. no. Uh, same same thing with the Lions. We expected yeah. them to suck. We didn't expect them to be one eleven and eleven.
1: Yeah, but at least Dan Campbell uh, is. Uh, Urban Meyer is everything that everyone said Dan Campbell was going to be. Yeah, Jacksonville is a shit show. Urban Meyer is. This is not coming from a Michigan fan. This is coming from a human being. He is one of the most scummy pieces of human trash uh, really in that whole job of work. He's definitely going to fired this offseason. He needs to be fired, and this needs to be a lesson. Do not hire Urban Meyer ever again. Yeah, this is probably going to be his last coaching gig. Unless he goes to like USC or something.
0: Yeah, something like that, but I don't, he's not going to get another shot in the NFL once he gets fired from Jacksonville.
1: I actually work out there. I saw a funny tweet. So remember when Urban was done at OSU and he was criticizing Jim Harbaugh and giving him advice? Yeah. Someone said Jim Harbaugh needs to go on like ESPN or whatever first take and give Urban some uh, NFL coaching advice. (laughs) I think that would be the funniest thing. I think that would would. just be. It's it's embarrassing. You know, you get in an argument with Marvin Jones publicly who is one of the most down-earth dudes you know yeah we knew that when he was here calling his own coaching staff trash and admitting it publicly yeah, it's it's like i said it's a shit so Shit show there meanwhile we have players that are just they openly say we'll run through a brick wall for dan campbell uh
0: yeah he was just getting praise from um
1: teddy bridgewater ups.
0: yeah before the game. Uh, his his speeches in New Orleans to make you want to walk outside and punch somebody in the jaw. Yeah,
1: uh, if Dan Campbell had to, I'm pretty sure he would have suited up to play linebacker today. Yeah. Oh, man, um, the, the,
0: the Lions, man. Like I know we lost today, and the the one thing that I love about Campbell after today's game, he didn't make a single excuse. They came into the game down 22 players. Yeah, I, they didn't even have enough to dress the the uh minimum of what 48. I think that you had to have dress and then uh and, and after, they still played yeah they didn't have 48 healthy players today and and they lost players throughout throughout the game jerry jacobs uh, yeah Alonso, i saw him. Yeah. yeah and jacobs might be done for the season
1: yeah he tweeted out uh it, it looks like he's probably done for the season which is a huge blow i mean but it is what it is. Yeah, I, speedy Campbell, recovery to you.
0: Dan Campbell said the Lions just weren't good enough. He didn't mention anything about being down almost half your team, having to start half your practice squad this week. Yeah. Nothing. He's a no-excuse, no-BS type coach, and that's why I love him for our team. Right see, now.
1: I would love to see the quote. Uh, I'm going to see if I can find it real quick before we wrap it up. But he had a quote uh, coming out of halftime because I had thrown the game on and Laura Oakman, I believe, was the sideline reporter, and she's like, yeah, I'm not going to paraphrase it because it was too good of a quote. And It was essentially like, we started out slow, um, and we got our ass handed to us pretty much. Like, we can't do it again coming out of halftime, and we got to go down and score a touchdown. Like, he is. He's a no BS. He doesn't.
0: He doesn't make excuses, even though he has every right. In the, like I said, we down 22 players coming into this game. Lost two big players on um, defense early in the game. It, no excuses from him,
1: and that's the kind of coach that you want leading the team. And when, uh, and when he says his team stunk, it, it's not. You know, people see that and take it as a shot at his team, but it's not. No. He just it's been, not. He's
0: just been straight up and real, like 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 a fan would say the team sucks. Your coach is saying the same thing because he sees exactly what we're seeing out there on the field. And that's not what he wants to see.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, we've, we've obviously talked about it and everything. Uh, Patricia wouldn't even say that. I'm no. like, dude, you're fielding one of the worst defenses I've ever seen. Just say that say they suck. Um, it's sad. It's sad because at least Campbell got his win. So yeah. I say he's. That's, that's all I wanted
0: for him. To be. I wanted him to get that win. Now we just we looking forward to that number one overall pick in the draft. That's
1: still gonna be Hutchinson. I don't know how it could be anybody else, unless you know, combine wise Tibbs is just mm-hmm. measures better. Um, but that replay that's been going around by uh, of Hutchinson against OSU mm-hmm. and just absolutely, I mean.
0: But also, I mean, there's, a, there's a lot of back-end stuff, too, that goes to the draft pick, like personality um, and all that stuff that they're going to figure out when they interview these kids. Um, but I know a lot of people want Hutchison to be that number one overall pick, home homegrown kid, even though he said he didn't grow up a Lions fan.
1: A yeah, M- Hutchinson- Live did that stupid uh, uh, headline of, you know, I didn't really like the Lions or something, but... He said he grew up a Patriots fan. It's Tom Brady, let's be honest. He's a A Michigan. A lot of people in Michigan, it's the same way. Yep, because it was Tom Brady, especially Michigan fans. Yeah. Um, But he said if the Lions draft me, you know, like, they're getting it all. So, So, he's
0: he's committed to whatever team is going to draft him.
1: He's not sitting out the bowl game, which Tibbs is. You know, I mean, obviously, maybe if they were in the playoffs, it'd be different. But... That's one of those things. I understand why they do it, but if if you're a top five prospect, I understand the fear of getting hurt. But
0: yeah, but you have a chance like to show yourself. At this point, the bowl game won't do pretty much won't probably do anything more for his draft stock. No. Um, so I understand that not wanting to risk the injury, like the, your last game before you go to the NFL.
1: Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see how it plays even
0: out. Though he, he suffered an injury throughout the season, and he still, you know, he didn't shut it down like most top prospects would have. He he still went out there and played. He just shut it down for the bowl game, which, like I said, it makes sense. I just, it's going to be between him and Hutchison for number one. I don't think that the Lions are putting any kind of looks into a quarterback at number
1: one. I would hope not. There is not one quarterback I would take.
0: No Even top worth, 10. Yeah, it's not a career worth going in the top 10.
1: Even Bryce Young, nice uh, kid and everything, don't necessarily think that he deserved. No. The, uh, I mean, maybe, I guess. Because CJ Stroud didn't deserve to be there. Kenny Pickett didn't deserve to be there. No. Kenneth Walker did. And uh, I know you know that I put out the bait. I, I actually got off work one morning, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to tweet something later that's going to be so ridiculous. And I just know that it's going to irritate people. Yeah. And sure enough, it did. Um, and that's just how people respond to anything that's ridiculous. Uh, but not anything that's, you know, logical. But for any of you that don't believe in me, you go back the last few weeks on Twitter, I, I've been... Supporting Kenneth Walker for Heisman for what since he played us. Yeah, so
0: I'm shocked. He finished like six in folding It was that was wrong.
1: Yeah Who was that linebacker ahead of him? From uh,
0: Alabama, oh For I forgot his name but running backs get no no love for the Heisman
1: unless you play for Alabama. Yeah It's ridiculous. It's always it's a quarterback award um i think all award voting should be done after the championship game especially with this playoff format yeah because bryce young could grow and absolutely shit the bed and it's going to be like yeah well what was the point of that right um
0: but then again they're probably just looking at it as a regular season award and bowl bowl game playoffs it's like a postseason type thing like the MVP true. and um the nba that is true I just, yeah. I mean, like I said, we was talked to Texan before. The Heisman is a joke.
1: Mhm. That's why I like the individual
0: awards more. Yeah.
1: Uh, you know, the best quarterback, best running yeah, back. Walker, uh, it was the best running back in the country this year. Yeah, Hutch got the best defensive player in the country. So, I'll take that. Yeah,
0: they got their they got their rightful awards that they should have earned.
1: Uh, one thing I want to address is: yes, Kenneth Walker scored five touchdowns against Michigan, but do you not realize that every player is allotted? A bad game, Because yeah. even Kenneth Walker was at Purdue; he didn't run that that well, yeah. And it, it just happens. Like these these kids, they're human; they're young. Um, the 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 beef between Michigan State and Michigan fans needs to chill a little bit, and we need to focus that on OSU because, come on, yeah. We're all from Michigan. Uh, we both have. Two solid teams. A lot to look forward to. As a Michigan fan, you guys have a fantastic coach, um, fantastic fan base. Let's just cut the crap. It's not hard. Yeah, I feel it. Yeah. But well, it'll never die down. That that in-state rivalry is different. It is. It is. You guys won. Congratulations. We're the number two team in the country now. Because I'm honestly surprised. I thought you guys were going to make the playoffs.
0: We would have, but we, uh, that, that game against Ohio State, which I knew going into the game, we wasn't going to win. Um, I just didn't expect it to be that bad.
1: I didn't expect to beat Ohio State either, though. So
0: Yeah, Michigan had a better chance than Michigan State.
1: Why? Because you guys are secondary? Yeah. I was worried about our offense. Dang, your offense actually looked really good. Our offense since Maryland has been just on a tear. Yeah. Which is perfect because they're coming into Georgia, who had the best uh, defense in the country. So we'll see.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a good good playoff game. Good first game for Michigan
1: in the playoffs. Oh, the quarterback from Auburn, Bo Nix, is transferring. Oh, it he just is. popped up. Yep. Carryon Johnson actually has tweeted about it. Oh, wow. Follow him on Twitter. He's a great follow for all those who don't follow him. Yeah, he is. Uh, one more thing about the Pistons. I know we want to wrap it up and make it a short episode. Sorry we didn't get a top five out this week. Uh, been working a lot. I work at Amazon, so, you know, it's holiday season. i got to make sure all of you guys get your presents. Yeah. Um, but Isaiah Livers and uh, Jamarco Pickett are going to be up with the Pistons to help take away from Jeremy Grant being gone. Uh, so we're going to see Livers make his uh, NBA debut. I'd like that. Yeah. Livers was. Him being hurt was the reason they didn't make it farther last year. Stand by that 100% just because of leadership alone. Um, but someone needs to. Do we have anyone other than Rodney Magruder? No. To take over Sneak Bay? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he did solid today to start, but I mean, as Rodney Magruder, uh yeah, I mean, he should be good. playing pure bench minutes. Yeah, but yeah, I don't, I don't really think there's anything else you really want to. Oh, that uh, self-defense guy. Have you ever seen him? You know, the guy from Detroit who does all those stupid like. If you're in this situation, you do oh, this. Yeah, yeah. You see, he was at the Pistons game today. Oh, it was. I did. Have- <laughs> Yeah, I'll send that to you on Twitter. It was actually, uh, he took a picture with Hooper and everything. That's... Oh, man. Also, what happened to the dancing usher?
0: I don't know. I Someone
1: tweeted, he hasn't even tweeted since last year, like last November.
0: Yeah, because I follow him on Twitter, too. I haven't heard nothing from him in a while.
1: Yeah, well, we hope he's alright. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I think we're wrapped up for today. Yeah,
0: um,. I appreciate everybody that tuned in to this week's episode. Um, Look out for our next top five. That should be dropping either Wednesday night, Thursday morning. Um, Until then, though, go Detroit.